The following is a CSPN Media podcast presentation. Black History Month and all of the foolishness. And we're now in March. This weekend, spring will officially be here. Well, at least springtime will be here. That means the sun is going to be out much longer. We lose an hour of sleep. So officially, spring is coming. And once spring gets here, that means summer is right around the corner. And basically, we are halfway through the year. Just that fast, right? <sighs> I feel like I need like a cup of wine or something. And by cup of wine, I really mean a shot of Hennessy. <laughs> because I really want to talk about, you know, the bullshit that comes with men and the men that have really, really trash tendencies. And this particular man, he gets celebrated for being trash. Like, every time he does something that's, like, really trash and really disgusting, it's a whole bunch of niggas like, yeah, 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 you the man, you the man. That's what we are, you know? And if you don't know who I'm talking about, I'm talking about Future. Future is a fuckboy, right? He's a fuckboy. He does fuck nigga tendencies. He has... It's like... He can't stop being a fuck nigga. Like, that's on brand for him, right? And... <laughs> you know, I could still... I, <laughs> I bop to his songs, or I have bopped to his songs. That's a better, that's a more accurate statement. But the thing with Future is like, he is so bitter and just so flamboyantly fuckboyish that it is like people celebrate it. I was reading an article about a week or so ago. Um, they was doing a review of something he had did or whatever. I don't keep up that much. And um, they were saying like uh, something along the line, like, you know, people call future toxic masculinity, but it's just really the ultimate male petty. And they was writing it in such a way that, you know, what future does isn't really that problematic you know everyone is just sensitive now i'm talking about future particularly because there's um last week uh it was a conversation that was had on social media that plus size uh, model naomi she's from canada she's really pretty if y'all girls, if y'all follow Fashion Nova all on Instagram, she's like one of the most recognizable plus size bodies. 
Um, she's like light skin. She has like blonde, short hair. Um, she's really, really hippie. And she's not like, um, uh, she's not like the traditional plus size girls. Like, you know, like the IG, the IG plus size girls that just have like the fat ass and the flat stomach. Like she's like an official, like, uh, plus size beauty. You know, she looks more realistic, but she's like really super pretty, you know, light skin, green eyes, the whole nine. And um, she was out in Miami. And while out in Miami, she, I guess, Club Live, one of those fucking clubs that everybody goes to all the time. She was there. And Future was there. And, you know, she was waiting to get in or whatever the case may be. And, you know, she got a snap from somebody saying that Future doesn't want fatties and fat girls in his party. So I can even imagine, like, how that all played out. Like, I can just... I can just imagine, like, I could, I could see how, like, she probably got dolled up. And she was like, you know, I'm about to snap this, you know, about to put it on IG, you know, to all my followers. I don't know if she's verified on IG or not, but she has, like, a lot of followers. She's probably verified. And I know she has agency representation, so she's probably verified. Um, She was probably, you know, dressed to the nines. It was, like, really, really super cute. Like, I saw her face. I didn't see her outfit for the night, but she had, like, these really pretty lashes on. And she was on Snapchat, or the video I saw was from her Snapchat. And, you know, she was probably dressed, you know, about to do her thing. And she was, like, you know, getting ready. And, you know, everybody that followed her, like, ready to see her and probably a possible sight in the future, whoever's going to be there. And... She gets the club. She probably got irked because they had her waiting for a minute. I mean, imagine like having like half a million followers on IG and be like, I gotta wait to get in this fucking club. Like that would have been me though. Like I I don't wait for clubs, but that's near neither here or there. But I could just imagine her demeanor, right? Like why the fuck I gotta wait? You know who I am, nigga? Pulling out my phone, like, showing people my Instagram. Like, nigga, you know who I am. And you got me out here waiting to be in the club. I am the club, right? And, you know, no one was probably giving her a direct answer, treating her real regular. And I can just see, you know, one of her people that was probably already on the in- Probably on the inside, probably was telling her or wasn't keeping it real with her or was probably like procrastinating and shit like that probably trying to convince niggas oh no nah, no nah, she a model she a model she on ig and all that and all that probably pulling up her profile showing it that she verified or whatever whatever and they was probably doing a whole run around and i could just probably see future being a fuck nigga he is like plus size model fat girl model can't you know just being a real 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 trifling nigga and someone has to relate a message to her so she gets the message and the thing is they couldn't even like I don't know if they came out and told her but from what I saw they sent it to her on snap and she like uploaded it and she's like since did a screenshot or whatever and 
he basically said, you know, he didn't want fat women in his party. Now, is Future the first rapper or entertainer or celebrity to do such a thing? No, the same thing happened to me. It was years ago, though, when I think, I want to say maybe 2010, 2011, maybe, something like that. And it was in New York City. I had got invited to a party with Drake. It was, I don't know if it was his birthday or a, a single he was celebrating. It was something, it was something important or whatever. And it was at Club Mansion in New York City. Um, now, I had already been to Club Mansion. That You know, clubs are picky about who they let in. That's a given, right? But I had already been to Club Mansion by this time several times. Um, I was there for an NFL draft party. I was there for a few industry parties. And I was familiar with one of the bouncers there. And what I mean by familiar was, you know, when I saw his face, I recognized his face. He kind of recognized my face. Now, I'm not going to say, like, he was my friend. I had his number. But, you know, if you see some, see someone a few times, you kind of see they remember their face. And I remember his face because he was the nicest one to me. Like, I remember, like, because I was flirting with him, right? So, I knew his face. And he knew my face. So, um, at this time, industry parties was usually on a Tuesday night or a Thursday night, right? Because, you know, industry motherfuckers, they don't party on the weekend with, with regular motherfuckers that's got to go to work because, you know, every night is a party to them. So, um, I think it was either Tuesday or Thursday and my homegirl at the time, she told me about it because she was invited and she wanted to, I was going to be her plus one. Now, mind you, my friend was an exotical. And what I mean by an exotical, you know, she was like very ambiguous looking, you know, had this little Poly- Polynesian look to her. Like she looked like she was like part you know, Hawaiian, part maybe like Filipino, part black, you know, an exotical, like every sense of the word. And she was a model as well. So um, she called me and let me know. She was like, it's supposed to be really cute. You know, they want people to dress up, you know, so not just your regular club wear, but like, you know, kind of like a after five dinner party type of look. So I had a black and purple shimmery dress that I had got from Monique C. And I wore my black platform heels and I had like a, you know, fake mink stole. So I thought I was real cute. So I said, okay, cool. I can go with you. And she wore her all black, you know, cocktail dress. So um, I get to the mansion, me and her together. And, you know, from the start, I knew it was a little going to be a little shifty because the vibe was just a little bit more different than from what I had been used to at Mansion. Um, I would see black dudes, but I wasn't seeing a lot of black women. Like I would see like one black dude who would come in with like several women and all of them were like white or exoticals. Like I was like, you know... 
it was like really weird. That was the first time I really kind of saw that in person. You know, like I had heard about things like that, but I have never saw it in person. So I was like, okay, well, I was like, they don't seem to really be letting a lot of black girls in. I like I said it. And then like my friend, she was like, oh, what are you talking about? Like she was completely like oblivious or maybe she wasn't oblivious and didn't want to say anything. It could have been either or. And, you know, I'm in line with her and she's like, you know, by this time she's like calling her friend who had invited her to the party and I'm in the line I look behind me and I just see black girls behind me and then I start seeing guys coming out of mansion picking girls out the line like you come with me you come with me you come with me and I'm like what the fuck is going on so whatever so she calls her connect and her connect comes out and like, you know, I heard him, you know, she was like standing a little bit in front of me, like towards the opening of the door while I was still in line. And like he comes out, some little short, little dark skinned dude with braids. And he comes out and hugs her. And he's like, oh, come on in. And he was like, and she's like, oh, I have my friend. And he's like, you know, he's like, okay, because I can hear the conversation. And there's like a few people in front of me. So I'm like looking at everything that's going down. And, like, she's walking over towards me. And I could just see his face. Like, oh, okay. Like, you know, he was expecting, like, another exotical. <laughs> and here she brings her big, tall, fat girlfriend. And, like, his face was just, like, completely, like, disappointed. Like, I was like, ew. Like, it was just so stank. So, uh, he looked at her. I was like, oh, I'll be right back. I'll be right back. Give me a second. And he went back into mansion and left us outside, of course. And like, you know, like five, 10 minutes later, I'm like, why are we still outside? Like, you know, then like the bouncer started coming outside saying like, oh, we're about to be full to capacity. Um, you know, they're not about to start, you know, people aren't going to be able to get in in a few more minutes because, you know, we're full, we're full, so many people in here. And then I'm like, you know, why are we still standing outside? So then like another five, 10 minutes later pass and I'm like, you know, you know, she's like on her phone texting and I'm just like, so I see the bodyguard, that I, you know, I flirted with um, for, like, I think it was for the NFL draft, one of those parties or whatever. And I was like, are they really not letting black girls in? And he, like, laughed at me. And he was like, well, you know, Drake is half Jewish or something like this or something really goofy. It was, like, really ignorant. So, um you know, we're still in line and I was like, you know, my friend, she looked at me and she was like, we should just go. And I was like, girl, I didn't got fucking dressed up. I got a full face of makeup. I didn't took the Long Island Railroad and bitch, that's like damn nearly $10 one way. And you telling me I came all the way out to the city to party with you and we not going to no fucking party. And she was like, well, you know, they're not really letting people in right now. And I was like, so why would he invite you to a party that you couldn't possibly get in? 
And so, like, the look on her face, like, she just didn't want to come out and say it. And, like, the expression on her face kind of, like, said it for me, you know? He definitely wanted to let her in the club, but, you know, she wanted, because she brought me, he wasn't going to let her in. So, that was the first and last time I've ever, I've actually had to I've felt discriminated against um trying to enter a club and that was the very last time I went to to mansion I never went to mansions out after that no matter who invited me or what the situation was I never went back to that club I say it all that to say that it's not new for fat women to be discriminated against is not new for black fat women to be discriminated against by men that are part of our culture. I'm Don DeLorente. I'm Dee Dee I'm Magnum Brown. And we're the host of The WrestleCast. You can catch us right here on the CSBN each and every Friday as we provide your pro wrestling commentary with color. If If the club is so big, like, first of all, is very narcissistic. <clears throat> Excuse me. It's very narcissistic for anybody, rapper, whatever the case may be, to ban fat women from their club because there are like literally hundreds of women in the club. You're not going to be sleeping with all of them, you know, and not every guy likes the same things. But when you're dealing with fuck niggas, Right? Because Future is a fuck nigga. He reminds me of the niggas who who like fat girls or who will fuck with fat girls but won't bring them around their friends unless they have an inkling that their friends will find this fat girl attractive. And what I mean by that is this. You got some niggas out here who aren't attracted whether they're attracted or whether it's a fetish that's a different story but just for the situation i'm going to say attracted attracted to bigger women but they're embarrassed by being seen with bigger women because they don't know they want to impress their friends like a lot of niggas is fucking women because you know, they want they want to impress their friends. And, and niggas could be real messy like that. You know, like, niggas will pick a girl. Like, you know, they might think they're cute and they're fly or whatever. But for some reason, there's niggas that really want their friends to be jealous and attracted to the women they're fucking. And that shit is weird as fuck to me. Like... Why would I care what my good girlfriend think about who I'm fucking? She ain't fucking him. It doesn't matter if she thinks he's attractive or not. If he's attractive to me and I'm feeling him, that's all that matters. But for fuck boys, fuck boys want their boys to be, to get attracted and to have a heart on and to be lusting after their girl because they want to feel like, like that's a currency to them in a way, and it boosts their ego to like know that their boys want to smash their girl. Like it's weird. It's weird, and and future is the type of fuck nigga that looks like 
if one of his homies are um, with his, one of his homies is with a girl that he's not, that Future himself is not attracted to, then he will probably diss the girl. And because niggas, you know, are like goofy, the dude will probably diss the girl too because Future doesn't approve. And that makes him a fuckboy. But this is not his only fuckboy behavior. I mean, I personally believe that Future has like some abuse tendencies as well. Like, um, there was a BET article back in November uh, that talked about how, you know, Future got his, you know, quote unquote female uh fan base riled up because apparently he has some woman i don't know if it was his one of his multiple baby mothers or some chick he's smashing or whoever it was having them um um having them having having this particular woman choose between a phantom and a honda or some silly shit like that but i just believe that future has a tendency that's my opinion i could be wrong but i don't think i'm wrong that future is has a lot of has abuse tendencies and he seems like the type to be financially abusive and emotionally abusive i mean how else do you explain a man with multiple children and it doesn't even it's not even the fact that he has the money to take care of them because sierra has shown us That yes, he's in a financial position to take care of these children, but he doesn't. He does not spend time with his children. He doesn't show up for his appointed um, 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 guardian uh, um, visitation rights. He does not. He does not show up. When he does show up, he puts the children off on his mother. So he's showing us that he's irresponsible. So. For men to celebrate this type of quote-unquote petty that they call just shows us that there are men that are okay with being immature. Like it's like a it's like a declaration of manhood. I'm immature. I'm a fuck nigga. Cause you know money over bitches. You look ridiculous. And when this is what women mean when women say men are trash, because yeah, you might not be a fuck boy, but you are compassionate and passive and and turning the other cheek away to other fuck boys. Cause Future is a grade A fuck boy. He is fuck boy approved through and through. And I'm just disappointed that you know, even in 2019, as pretty as this girl is, like she's pretty, she's not, you know, I'm, I'm sure it was a shock to her because, you know, light skinned girls, (laughs) whether big or small, they're not really used to like, you know, niggas telling them no. (laughs) I can imagine how that played in it as well but either or either way she's not an ugly girl so for future to like really you know being his being with some bullshit over a woman he he probably wouldn't have seen her and if he did see her he probably would have saw her maybe once or twice and that would have been it the most 
you know, she probably would have been directed to VIP because of who she is. The most they probably would have took a picture together and put it on Instagram. Like he, he couldn't even do that. Like, and following this conversation and, you know, story, he, you know, said that he, that didn't happen. He didn't bar anybody from the club. Do I believe him? No, because I've experienced it myself, you know, and, you know, it's just some bullshit. So that women do not need fuck boys approval to party, to play, to feel sexy, to be social. Um, I feel bad that happened to her because like it happened to me. But a fuck boy is going to be a fuck boy. And that's just what it is. So <sighs> Naomi, Naomi. If you listen, if you ever hear this, I think you're dope. I think you're pretty. Um, You are the only person that convinced me that Fashion Nova has stuff in my style that I could wear. Um, I think you're dope and inspirational. And I still think Future is a fuckboy. And that's just pretty much what it is. You know, you can't really cookie cut it and make it seem like what it's not it just is what it is and you know what if you mad that i'm calling him a fuck boy or if he's listening for some chance and he's a fuck boy and knows that he's a fuck boy like nigga you know you're a fuck boy and you're celebrated for it every day so don't be offended because you're getting called a fuck boy and if you a fan of future want to still play his music i'm not gonna judge you listen i listen to worse shit all right but a fuck boy is a fuck boy and that's just what it is so don't be mad. Just, you know, relish in your fuckboyness and continue to be praised by the slew of fuckboys who think child support is slavery and just call it a day. All right? Peace. Now, speaking of fuckboys, I want to give you a review of the worst movie I've ever fucking seen. It's called Black Ruby. It's an indie movie. Now, look. Reviewing indie movies, you kind of know it's a hit or miss. It could be like some really great shit that you see or it could be really some bad shit you see. But I was willing to give it a chance. Now, um, the film is all shot on the iPhone 7. And I will say, digitally, it's pretty cool. Like, to see that, you know, you know, motherfuckers can like make movies and projects and films off their phone as opposed to like looking for uh camera crews and production teams that cost lots of money you can actually do it from your mobile phone and you can actually be recognized as a serious film creator that's cool can't even say that away from them but that's the only good thing i got to say about it because it's a bullshit ass film with it has it doesn't make any sense so it starts off with like i guess this black dude i'm hoping that he's a black dude you know, talking about, yeah, yeah, you know, these niggas right here kind of like give you the feel of what's going to happen. And you see these two greasy haired white dudes, regular looking white dudes who are supposed to be like jazz musicians. And like one works at a coffee shop. 
The other one works at his girlfriend's dad's furniture store. And she don't even like his ass. She be calling him a bum and telling him he needs to get a real job. And his friend that works at the coffee store, at the coffee shop, you know, he's like a junkie or he's a former junkie or whatever the fuck. And, you know, they're trying to live their musician dreams and aspire to be jazz musicians but you know the the friend at the cafe got like medicine and bills they need to pay off and you know the friend that lives with his girlfriend um he's not even a real artist because you know he doesn't write any music or play music he's just kind of like the you know uh, 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 stand in nigga, whatever the case may be, and like the the real musician is the is is the former drug addict, and you know he's the one who plays the music and writes the music and produces and stuff like that. So you know they're 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 it's a common theme here for today. They're fuck boys, but they're like greasehead fuck boys or whatever, and like. Um, this girl's in the, in the cafe with them, with her pimp, and, like, it's really, like, super cringe, super cringy, and, like, super fetishy and racist. Like, they're looking at this black girl or black, uh, Afro-Latinx girl, and she, and they're like, oh, look at this mocha girl, you know, I can never bring a, um, black girl home but I want to fuck her. Well, you know, it's like, it's like, ugh, like, ugh, ugh. And basically, one of the friends falls in love with her, but she's like a sex worker. And then, like, he leaves his girlfriend for her. And then the other friend falls in love with her. And then, like, the friends are fighting each other. And basically, they don't want to be friends anymore because they both love this girl who's a sex worker who's not going to stop being a sex worker. So the friend wants to do be, like, a porn director to make money. And then, like, the other friend is actually a murderer. So they got him boxing in the in the backyard for extra money like it is as ridiculous as it sounds and it's supposed to be like a thriller drama and it's like what the fuck am i watching like it's like maybe it's supposed to be a mom fucking a good way or a bad way or i don't know it's just really ridiculous and like nothing makes sense it's just poor acting poor fight scenes very fetishy race play thing going on i don't know what the fuck it is uh racism and the their usage of like slang and african-american vernacular english amongst each other is just barsula it's like super trash and really unnecessary and just over the top like i don't know who was this made for I did some research and like the person, the, the white dude who wrote it is from Chicago. So I don't know, maybe he went to like a high school with like some black people or maybe he dated a um, Afro-Latino girl or whatever and think he's cool like that. But that shit is for the birds. And I can officially say it's the worst shit I've ever seen. And... I've seen some bad movies, but this right here, this Black Ruby was absolutely garbage. So 
I Googled to see, like, whatever other people were saying about it. And people was giving me, like, four and five stars. I'm like, is it me? Am I being hoaxed or something? Or am I just completely missing the point and maybe it's not intended for people like me? I don't know. But if you want to give it a try, it's called Black Ruby. You know, go ahead. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe I missed the whole premise of what I'm supposed to be watching. And maybe I just don't get it and I just wasn't feeling it. But I'm giving it a all the way no. And they can get the fuck out of here with their fucking bullshit and kicking it out the window. I mean, it's a no for me, dog. <laughs>